best old-time radio from people you trust. The Radio Nostalgia Network, where the oldies are still young. Attention all lovers of old-time radio and classic television. Big DVD sale throughout the end of the year. 20 DVDs for one low price of $89.49. Now that's 10 DVDs of all old-time radio. That's over 50 gigabytes of old-time radio plus classic television. Superman, Space Patrol, Ren 1010, Dick Powell, Zane Gray Theater, Hoplone Cassidy, Lone Ranger, Science Fiction Theater, Richard Diamond, Rocky Jones, and Andy Hart. All great 1950s TV. That's thousands of hours of listening and viewing value nowhere else on the Internet will you find a deal like this. Go to oldtimeradiodvd.com today and place your order. When you place your order, you'll get a free bonus DVD while supplies last. That's 21 DVDs for the same low price. Go to oldtimeradiodvd.com today. Brother, can you spare a dime? Dear Mr. McCabe, dear Mr. McCabe, I'm writing to you because I've heard of you and I want your advice about something. My friends all say I ought to be a writer for the radio, for the TV when it comes, and for movies. The thing is, though, what I really want you to tell me now, if you will, is not anything about any talent I may have, but whether you think I ought to be as scared as I am. Yes, I've got to admit it, I'm scared. I'll tell you why. And believe me, if you feel like making a story out of it, you go and make a story out of it. It's all right with me. Maybe I should collaborate with you or something. Anyway, this is what happened. And I'm scared half to death. Suspense. We present Letter to the Editor by Maurice Hirschman. Letter to the editor. The Karoo at midday. No place to discover that engine deposits can cause breakdowns. Mobile Power Guard helps avoid breakdowns with cleaning agents that attack engine deposits three vital ways. Power Guard keeps carburetors clean. Power Guard prevents deposit buildup on intake valves. Power Guard keeps spark plugs firing properly. Switch to Mobile Power Guard burns clean and trouble-free. Mobile. Enter the Cadbury's Taste Bud Test and win yourself three new 1600 GTs. That's one 1600 GT every year for the next three years. The last one is yours forever. And there are hundreds of other prizes. To win is easy. Your taste buds can give you the answers. The special Cadbury's 20 cent competition wrappers tell you how to enter. So get to it and let Cadbury's put you in the driver's seat. (coughs) 
Dear Mr. McCabe, I'm writing to you because I've heard you on the radio and I want your advice about something. A lot of people have told me I ought to be a writer because I have this way of telling stories that really gets you interested. I've always believed that to write stories that mean anything and are convincing, you ought to experience the things that happen so the story you tell has authenticity. I've never really done that until now. That's why I've never written to you before. But I've experienced something now, and that's why you're getting this letter from me. This is the second time I've written, actually. The first time I couldn't seem to get it down, what I had in my head. But, but you don't want to know about that. What I'm going to tell you really happened. And if you want to make a story out of it, you're very welcome. Anyway, this happened to me at Amschlonger Rocks today. You know Amschlonger Rocks, about 12 miles north of Durban. Oh, I'm sure you do. A anyway, I live in Durban. And sometimes, just for kicks, some of my friends and me, we all go out to Amschlonger Rocks. Sometimes you get some really nice girls on the beach there. That's not too crowded a scene. What I really want to know from you is, should I be as scared as I am? You see, something a bit awkward happened to me on the beach. Anyway, when you know what happened, you'll be able to tell me, won't you? Normally I go down to the slipway and sit on the beach just a little bit north of that lighthouse. You know the one. Well, just a little while ago, there was a, some scene between the council and the garage up on the main road because they were letting all their waste oil and sludge and stuff roll right down the hill and into the sewer. And it was coming out here amongst the rocks. Sometimes the smell wasn't too good. But it's okay now. It's as clean as any other beach now. Uh, the day I'm talking about, the beach wasn't too crowded, just a few girls and guys running about, playing ball and sunbathing and that. Okay! <laughs> Normally, when I go to the beach, I, I usually take a blanket and unroll it on the sand, take off my shirt and trousers and that. I've got my swimming trunks on underneath, you see. I lie around for a while, watching the sea and the people, the chicks and the people fishing, things like that. I, I like lazing around. It happened just this afternoon, the thing I want to tell you about. You know what it's been like today. In town it was impossible. Ninety-three in the shade at least, with people dropping down all over the place from the heat exhaustion. Even on the beach today, the sand was like needles under your feet. When I'd waited about half an hour and smoked a bit, none of my friends had come, I went into the water. I love swimming. Usually I walk in up to my ankles and then take a header in and get the rest of me good and wet. Today, though, because it was high tide, I dived in off that rock where they fish from when the tide's on its way out. Well, I swam out past the first boy. Like all of them, it's, it's red on top with what looks like barnacles on the side. All of a sudden, I saw a guy coming almost head on into me about 20 feet or so away. This other man yelled. The guy being swimming right at me disappeared. He went under. And then when I saw him again, he'd surfaced over to my right. He'd come up right with the man who'd yelled. And he had the crook of his arm on the other guy's neck, and he seemed as, as if he was pulling him in. This man's hurt! Get, get him a room! My first thought, I must admit, was shark. Boy, I'm no hero where those devils are concerned, let me tell you. Once I saw a man who'd been bitten by a shark. This was years after, and he really looked grisly. Anybody who's been mauled by sharks, 
I don't think, if it was bad, I don't think they should walk about the beach undressed anymore. It's too grisly. Anyway, I struck out pretty fast for the shore. I suppose this guy called Sam did too with the man he was holding. It all caused quite a rumpus. <sighs> On the shore, they tried artificial respiration. This hefty great lifesaver had shown up out of the blue. He had on this white shirt, and he had the drowned man's legs between his own, and he was jumping up and down like clockwork. I won't forget it as long as I live. How long that's going to be is what I'm going to ask you. In this letter. I'm scared. Poor guy, whoever he was. Poor, poor guy. I tried, but I... Well, I suppose that's the way it goes. The guy who brought in the drowned man stood off to one side. He wore a bright red rubber cap and a bathing suit with white stripes down one side. He was a beanpole of a guy. The kind that never stops eating, though. He's gone. Oh, shame. Poor guy. Yeah, he was very thin. And he had big brown eyes this guy had brought in the drowned man. Look! I couldn't see what the beanpole guy was pointing at at first. There was the usual beach scene. A lot of people hadn't even realized there was a drowned man, a corpse on the sand. People were eating ice cream, drinking cold drinks, and putting up sun umbrellas. There was even a guy wandering from girl to girl trying to strike up an acquaintance. Operating, they call it in the American movies. Then I saw the men coming with a stretcher. I suppose they take him to the first aid station, the one up past the lighthouse. No, they'll take him to the ambulance and then to the morgue. He's dead. I saw him earlier today, this morning. He's a great swimmer. Hang, isn't it terrible? Good swimmer? Yeah, strong, overall. Crawl? Yeah, yeah, crawl. He must have got cramped. We were right out past the fourth marker and nobody in sight at all except... And old Beanpole looked at me, stared at me, as if he just noticed I was there. Horrible thing to happen. I mean, we were all alive and he's dead. And he'll never swim again. And this morning he was swimming and laughing. I, I thought, I, I would have thought, do you know, a good swimmer, if he'd got cramps, he'd, he'd have known about just floating, just lying still and floating. Yeah. Hi. My name's Morris. Cheryl. <clears throat> yeah. How much did you see? Hmm? I, I saw... Um, well, I, oh, it's awful. I, I saw you practically on top of him. Awful. Trying to get a grip on him. You, you did a hero's job out there. Nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> Believe me. Maureen! And you know what's happened? You know the guy who was swimming said rats this morning? Beanpole kept on staring at me. And in the end, I walked away. I made up my mind not to go swimming. When my friends all came down at the beach later on, I told them what had happened. All the drama in there. And none of us went in. Sam, this man's hurt. This man's hurt. Sam. How much did you see? Sam. How much did you see? He's a great swimmer. Isn't it terrible? Must have got crammed. Ah, oh. ah. Oh. Can I sit down? Hmm? Oh, yes. 
Uh, Maureen, th this guy was in the water when it happened. Ah, horrible thing to happen, eh? Yeah. Horrible. We were all just talking about it. You said your name was... Morris. Oh, yeah, Morris. This is John. Hi. Hi. And Paul. Hi. Hi. And Sam, I think you know him from before. Uh, oh, hi. Hello? I hadn't seen old Beanpo when I went up to the girl. I don't think I'd have gone across to her if I'd known he was there. I don't know what he was doing there. She hadn't seemed to know him at first when we talked after the drowning. Anyway, there he was again, staring at me. We sat around. The girl Maureen was reading a book and Beanpo kept on looking at me. He was asking Maureen the name of the book she was reading. But he was looking at me most of the time. I put in a bit of time trying to get a date with a girl called Cheryl. I wasn't at my best, I must admit. Cigarette? Uh, no, thanks, I don't. You live near here? No. Uh-huh. Do you come here a lot to the speech? No. At Vosti, are you? No. Have, um... Ever met him before? Him, the one that tried to save that guy? No. Ah. Uh. Uh, the come for a walk? Walk? Hmm, along the beach a bit. It's a bit crowded around here. No, no thanks. I'm comfy. You go if you want to. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I will. Um, thanks for your company. It's a pleasure. Bye. 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 Cheers. Cheers. What did that guy say his name was? Hmm? I, I don't know. I've forgotten. Morris. Morris. Hey, I'll see you around. So anyway, I came home to Snyder Avenue, where I live, and I started writing this letter to you. Well, not this letter, actually. The letter I first started writing. This is the second one. I'm frightened, Mr. McCabe. I wonder if you could help me in some way. Maybe you think my fears aren't justified, maybe. I'll tell you why I'm scared, in case you haven't really guessed. You see, I know that Beanpole killed that guy who drowned. I know it. And so does he, and... Well... He's got to protect himself somehow, hasn't he? That's why I'm scared. American blend cigarette is here. Made to the original American recipe, Winfield brings you a great new taste. Winfield American blend filters. Full king size length in a crush proof flip top box. Break away. Enjoy the great new taste of Winfield. Now in the Transvaal at 26 cents for 20. Frisco Snelkoffie gee u die allerbeste koffiewaarde. Die vol roostervars geur van uitsoek koffieputte volmaak gerooster. 
En nou kom Frisco in 100 gram koprutsplikkie. Ja, Frisco, die sterk snel koffie met die roostervars smaak in die 100 gram koprutsplikkie. Geniet koffie op sy beste. Frisco. Hello. Hello. Is that you, Cheryl? Yeah. Hi. This is Morris. Who? The boy you met on the beach today. Which boy on the beach? Uh, the, the one that was out in the water when that accident happened. Paul? <laughs> no. John. Uh, hi, John. Yeah, no, not John. Uh, not John. Morris. Hi. Morris? Yeah. Hi. How's things? Okay. What have you been doing? Well, I was on the beach this afternoon. Oh, I know, I saw you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you, are you free for a minute or two? I'd like to talk to you a bit. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Excuse me a minute. Hi. Ah, how did you get my number? Oh, I asked Maureen. She told me your surname. I looked it up. Ah. Look, you know that guy who, who tried to save the man drowning? I don't know him, no. He was with your group. With what? With those kids you were with. On the beach. Yeah. You don't know him? Which was he now? I think he said... Well, didn't he say... I think his name's Sam. Sam? Yes. Sam. I, I don't know. Do you remember what he looked like? No. Well, he, he was very tall and, and thing, like... <laughs> I, I sort of called him Beanpole. Oh, what did he say? What? What did he say? Well, when? I mean, wasn't he cross about what you called him? Well, I never called him that to his face. Oh. Just, to, you know, to myself. Oh. You've never seen him before? No. Ever? I, I mean... But he, he was sitting with you, and he was talking to that girl, Maureen. He was talking to her. He, he had his arm around her. I saw him in, in your group on the beach then, and, and, and he had... What had do you his... want to know about him? Well, um, I... Oh, it was something he said. He, I just feel I'd like to talk to him again, you know. <sighs> so there it is. <clears throat> well, what I was going to... Oh, Sorry. I've got to be going now. Uh, I was going to ask if... if you'd like to come out with me. Come out with you? Yes. I don't know. Well, would you like to? I don't know. When would you know? I, I mean, I don't know you. Well, my name's Morris. Oh. Yes. 
Say what you like to. When? Anytime. Tomorrow? When tomorrow? Say the evening. I've got a drama class. Drama class? Yeah. Oh. What about the next night? Um, um, I'm going to the movies with Maureen. Oh. Friday? I promised my dad I'd, I'd go to the flicks with him. Saturday? Um, I'm, I'm going... I'm going to scapes with Maureen. What to see? The Dangerous Triangle. What's that? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's new. It's not available publicly. We, you know, we see it in private showing. Ah. <clears throat> uh, how are you next week? A Sunday I have to stay at home. My dad says he wants me in one night of the week. Well, how are you on Monday? I'm going to the movies with Paul. You go to the movies a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm crazy about the movies. I'd like to act in films. Oh, well, then, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll ring you some other time. Yeah, okay, that'll be... That'll be nice. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> well, as soon as I got home to Snyder Avenue, where I live, I started writing this letter to you. Actually, I've just seen the date. What I'm supposed to do is have a shower and go down to the Plain Street for a State of Israel rally at the Myburg's place. But I don't think I'll go now. Maybe I'll never go to another State of Israel rally again in my life. You see, it's this way. The, the blonde, stupid girl on the beach told me the guy who drowned was a good swimmer. Look, I'm being unkind, maybe. And I shouldn't be unkind, but anybody who goes to the movies as many times as she does, well... Anyway, she said what a good swimmer the drowned guy was. If he'd been in trouble, why, any old hand at swimming knows you have to float around until you can save yourself or get rescued. You don't panic. Good swimmers don't panic. I heard him call Sam, too. He cried out Sam before he went under. There was only one other person around, and that was Beanpole. And Beanpole's name is Sam. But he said he didn't even know the guy. The idea I've got explains why Beanpole behaved as he did. I think I know why he kept looking at me like he did. I've been thinking hard. I told Beanpole, I saw you practically on top of him. Well, I was being sincere when I said that to him, but now I've had time to think. You, you see, I know Beanpole was holding the guy under the water. He wasn't saving him. Beanpole made sure he kept the guy under the water till it made no difference either way. I'm the only one who saw it happen, and he knows that. <gasps> Who's... Hello? Mrs. Schmidt here. Oh, this is Schmidt. Yes. Hello, Mrs. Schmidt. It's nice to see you. How are you? Okay, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. Uh, how are you? I'm being fine. Listen, you have the rent? Pardon? I'm wanting the rent. Uh, oh, oh, the, the rent? Yes. Oh, yes, of course. I've got it for you. Good, I'm glad. I too have to live. That's the way it is. Uh, hang on. Wait, wait, wait there, just a minute. Hang on, Mr. Smith. So, so, sorry to keep you waiting. Thank you. And last week? 
Pardon? Last week. Oh, didn't didn't I, I pay? No. Oh. Well, that's for last week then. That. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, and there we are then. So what about the rent? This week's. Yes, or last week's. You can call it by any name you choose, but still twenty rent I'm wanting. This week, last week. Soon it will be due for next week. You cannot live for free. Um, Mrs. Smith, this is very important. Has anyone called for me T tonight? Now, anyone? don't you give me the rich uncle business who is going to put you through college and give you lots no, of no, money. No, 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 I mean anybody. A friend, anyone. Listen, I know you're lonely. Me, I'm lonely too for a lot of the time. But for me, it's not so easy. For you, it is simple. Go out and make for yourself friends. Find a girl, get a job first, pay the rent. Then life will be simple. Yes. You understand what I mean? Yeah, yes. You don't have the rent. Twenty rounds. I, I will tomorrow. Always tomorrow. And this time I mean it. Yes. I promise. I'm an old woman. I heard promises all my life. Please? Okay. Till tomorrow. Thank you. You're terribly kind. Maybe, of course, I'm wrong. Beanpole might have got so messed up and confused trying to save that guy that he went around afterwards like he'd flipped his lid. He looked pretty calm to me, but some guys carry their feelings deep inside, like a man does when he's maybe worked up to kill somebody. Now, this is getting to be a pretty long letter. I hope it's making sense to you. But maybe I'm a bit mad or something. But you see, it would be so easy for Beanpole to find me. I'll write a bit more in a while. I'm going to make myself a chocolate drink now. It's really late now. In fact, it's going to be near morning. There's not a sound anymore. About this thin man, Sam. All he's got to do now is come in and stick a knife in me, and that's that. But even if he did, the truth will come out. This letter. If I hear somebody coming, I'll stop writing and hide this letter as quick as I can. It'll be found by the police afterwards. I'm sure Beanpole's name and address was taken this afternoon on the beach, and a lot of people will have had a good look at him. Anyway, I suppose really that's all there is. And like I told you in the beginning, I want your advice about whether I'm right to be as scared as I am. Should I go to the police and tell them my suspicions, do you think? To show you the way a guy can get nervous, just this minute I could have sworn I felt a draft on the back of my neck, like the door had been quietly opened by somebody who... Did you take your Kellogg's health course this morning? Did you dig your spoon deep into a bowl of Kellogg's All Brand Flakes and help yourself to the good things you need to live a healthy, regular life? If not, start tomorrow. 
Get the essential vitamins in Kellogg's All Brand Flakes, plus food iron to prevent that tired, washed-out feeling. Trust Kellogg's All Brand Flakes to keep you regular, and Kellogg's to put more nourishment in your morning. Now, from Winston Tobacco Company of Salisbury, a new king-size filter cigarette, appropriately named Salisbury, made especially for export from Rhodesia's best tobaccos, Salisbury King Size Filter is generous in the flavor you would expect from a real Rhodesian quality cigarette. Salisbury, the new King Size Filter cigarette made in Rhodesia from Rhodesia's best tobaccos. Salisbury, the real Rhodesian, now on sale in the Republic. Tonight's story of suspense was Maurice Hirschman's letter to the editor. Script and production was by Michael McCabe. Listen again next Sunday evening to Suspense, 845 Springbrook Radio.